and love. Experience victory in your life on 657 AM. It is 657 AM and what we wish for you is that you would experience victory in your life and that you would remember for that victory to not um, grow your head so much that you forget to humble yourself. You're hanging out with the boys right here on Radio Pulpit and this is I Am Live on a Friday evening um, and we are having a conversation about the entitled um gone viral or entitlement goes viral which is something that we've seen on social media a lot uh, there's a lot of videos that go around of of uh, people it's 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 literally obviously now it's it's sort of like being viewed as though it's a select group or specific type of people because that's what we do as people but there's in in all honesty I believe there's a lot of us who get entitled and we get caught on camera uh, being entitled. And then those videos go viral on the Internet. Now, the reason that this is an important conversation to have is because entitlement has become such a big issue on the Internet. And people actually use um, it. It's a huge conversation. And it sort of reflects on just what we've become as a culture. Um, Danny was just mentioning something so interesting right now, but we'll get into it. Um, so just to lay the foundation and give some um, brief understanding of where this conversation comes from. Um, if you are in any way related to the Internet, then you would know the names Karen and Ken. Now, one of the, the, the reasons that I don't want to, we don't want to focus the conversations on those specific names is particularly because it, it, they make it seem as though entitlement is a racial issue, yes. whereas I personally believe that it is a people issue. Do you find at times and in certain specific situations that uh, people of a particular group feel more entitled than people of another group? Yes, you do. Um, in fact, even I think I, for one, would say here in South Africa, um, the Zulu people, are, you know, we know them as being very prideful people. Um, <laughs> and true. they are, which they, yeah. they actually are. The Zulu and Kosa people have a particular pride about them. Nice. Um, and they, they, you know, they feel the entitlement of being in politics and, you know, being in, in charge. Um, and of which it, it's an attitude that comes from that particular culture. Um, and sometimes being prideful and being entitled is not necessarily a bad thing. Because, I mean, the whole idea of entitlement comes from, um, you know, like a title deed is what tells you that you own a piece of property. And that's a good thing to have so that when someone steps into your property, you can tell them this is my property. Get off. We all need to have a sense of ownership, uh, uh, an ability to tell people that, no, but this is mine and you're invading what's mine. Where entitlement becomes a problem and it becomes toxic is where you feel you deserve it when you actually don't. When you feel you deserve a, certain, a particular treatment that others don't, but you, everyone must drop everything and rush to you. Um, and of course, this we especially witness it in public, that is. We especially witness it maybe in public transport, when you're using the bus, on planes. We see it a lot in restaurants, people demanding that the manager come and treat them differently. People demanding um, that they seat, sit at, at particular places 
um, within a restaurant because they you know, somehow feel that they need better treatment than others. Um, and that's the conversation I'd like us to have. The problem with when, when entitlement goes beyond that point of being healthy and it actually reaches a place of being toxic and just plain obnoxious, mm. you know? Um, what are your thoughts, Charles? Um, I think my main thought is the fact that we are called to be humble uh, by the Bible. So if you listen, you're, you're leading a Christian life and trying your utmost best to exhibit or rather grow the fruits of the Spirit. I think kindness and humility is something that we are taught that we do need to have, um, right? And I, I often see people stumble with that. I don't see people, uh, people that feel that they are entitled, like you said now, the wrong entitlement. I don't see kindness in that. Um, and I remember at one stage, we, when I was still in Centurion, we had a pastor. He was a visiting pastor that wanted to um, come to our church. He wanted to have a campaign there or something. And our pastor decided he will take him out for dinner. And the way that that guy spoke to the waitress made our pastor then decide not to invite him over. Um, mm. Just because of that entitlement thing, mm. um, and I see it in Christianity. We would like people to call us bishop and pastor, and I don't know whatever else. Um, don't call me by my name. Call me doctor this or call me reverend that. I don't mind those things, and to me that just seems wrongly entitlement. Um, and there's no kindness or humility at all in it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'd like to add that um, sadly the the internet has taken away boundaries. You know, we 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 see people feeling entitled to your private information because you know our privacy does not even exist anymore. We see people dictating how um, they should be treated. You know. And they can't back it up with um, anything valid. You know, I'm a queen, you know, but you, you don't behave like a queen. Oh, I'm a king. Uh, you're like, um, okay, but a, a king is a servant <laughs> of the mm. people, you know. Mm. So my wife always says, um, especially when you look at even self-worth, our self-worth today is defined by, oh, you know, Mm -hmm. um, not that it's really defined by this, but people believe that my self-worth is how the, the public accepts me, you know, or how I portray myself to be, you know. So we, uh, we um, I was following a couple of shows. The, the one had this guy who would go take pictures in like hotels in their lobbies where he wasn't even living there. Um, just so he's viewed as, you know, being um, a specific way. And then he was stealing money from people, you know, um, swindling people out of their monies because he portrays this, this image that makes him entitled to certain amounts. And, you know, it, it was just sad to watch. And then we watched another video where women who um, they, they called entitled brides. So they will invite you to their wedding, mm. but they've got a list of what you must do. Like no one coming to my wedding will buy a, 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 a gift 
that's below this price. I only wear uh, things from this shop. Um, only these kinds of brands. And, you know, and people were laughing, but it was real stuff to a point where another lady actually, um, asked the family to contribute for a wedding, you know, which is a normal thing. They contributed and she decided that no, she's rather taking the money and going on a holiday mm, <laughs> and mm. she's not going to have a wedding anymore. Mm. So when the family is like, but we, we gave this towards your wedding. She's like, no, you gave it to me. It's mine. You can't tell me what to what do to with do. it. Mm. You know, so our entitlements are, it's just on levels where you, you can tell that this is a generation where we, we've over empowered people. We've told people you can be anything you want to be. True. You know, just dream it. Just believe it. You know, mm. whatever you mm. think it is. But that's not reality, True. you know. If you want to be a doctor, hey, you must study hard. Mm. You must have the mm. the the the, the uh, e.g. the marks that will allow you to be accepted into medicine. So we have to balance the sense of entitlement. Um, as someone who's an employer, I'm struggling to employ younger people. Because they come into the workspace expecting their salaries to give them the Instagram life. And then when you're like, no, but you need to build this up. They don't mm. want to be trained. They, mm. you know, there's just an entitlement. No, I deserve this. And you're like, okay, you deserve this on what basis? They can't give it to you. You know, so we, we have to, we have to do something. Yeah. You know, yeah. And teach people that you have to qualify. For certain things in life, you have to work hard. You have to build a reputation. Mm. You have to start with little. Mm. Like scripture says, do not despise the days of small beginnings. These days, people want to start on top. Exactly. You know, they feel mm. entitled to starting at a certain lifestyle. And yeah. it, it's killing us. We're mm. not building legacies anymore. Mm. You know, I just wanted to bring this uh, into the discussion, just the definition of uh, entitlement. I think this, I love this definition because it also points out the fact that entitlement is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, and you'll see as we go through these definitions that there is a point at which entitlement can actually be a very, very toxic thing. Yes. So the first one says the fact of having a right to something. something. So this is like it's a fact. Mm. It's, it cannot be disputed. Mm -hmm. The fact is you have a right to that thing. Mm. And then the second one says the amount to which a person has a right. Mm. So entitlement is the, 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 the amount or the extent to which you as a person have a right. And then the last one, and this is the one we're discussing tonight, <laughs> right? The belief that one is inherently deserving of privileges or special treatment. That is the one that we're talking about. Yes. When you believe that you inherently deserve uh, certain privileges or special treatment. Um, and, and I really, I've seen this so much within our society. I was having a conversation with a guy yesterday, right, mm. um, uh, last night. And he was telling me about how he lives in a lifestyle uh, um, 
complex mm. where they have a gym, they have, they're about to have a car wash, they have a swimming pool, mm. literally almost everything. They have a cafeteria, they can do their shopping, their braying, they even have a business center, they have Zoom pods. They can wow. literally work from home and stay within that lifestyle center. They have a sports area, um, they almost have everything they need, right? And he was saying the point is to get to a place where I don't I don't have to leave this place. Mm. And I told him that, you know what, I don't like the idea of living within a complex and never leaving it. Mm. Because the one thing about especially privilege tends to make us feel entitled. Yes. So I was just sharing with him that the one thing I don't want to lose, the reason that I wouldn't want to find myself living in an environment, and, and, and I know that, Charles, you've also shared the sentiment with me as well. Um, you're the reason I actually thought of this. Uh, I was telling him that the thing about living in an environment of privilege is that you tend to forget what people are going through out there. Mm-hmm. And then you come yeah. with a different attitude that disrespects Every single day that they spend suffering, there are people who have to catch four taxis in order to get to work and they have no choice. Whether it's hot or cold, they have to get up early in order to make sure that they catch a taxi. And at that point in time, they have no idea where the drive, what decisions the driver is going to make as they're going to work. I remember Mm -hmm. getting on a taxi and it came towards work and all of a sudden decided to turn around. I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) You know? We're almost there. (laughs) Exactly. And your entitlement in that situation flies out the window because the taxi is not yours. It is not yours. But Mm. that's the thing about living in, in in an environment of privilege. It makes you forget what other people go through. Then you go into a situation where you're mixed with everybody else who's, you know, going through lots of stuff. You know, who's exp- people who are experiencing hardships and then you stick out like a sore thumb and you say, I deserve better treatment than all these people. It has nothing to do with you wanting everyone else to be treated better. Yes. It has everything to do with the fact that you feel you're entitled to better treatment. And there's a problem right there. I mean, imagine how the story of David would have been. Is it David? Yes, it's David. Imagine how the story of David would have been when he was in the wilderness and Saul was pursuing after him. And he, because he was crowned king, he was, God called him to kingship while Saul was still king. Now, imagine knowing that you, God called you to be king. And then I'm still able to look at Saul and say, that is the anointed of the Lord, the Lord's anointed. I will Mm. touch him not. What kind of attitude is that Mm. i feel like we live in an environment that has no understanding of Mm. that level of humility Mm. understanding that it is not you who shall exalt you but god you know so literally david had to take it as saul brought it sure and and knowing that he was entitled to the there we go you know it was rightfully his yes Yes. Oh my goodness. No, we we have to learn and it's it's great that Charles just spoke about humility, you know, because mm. humility um is is a choice. You know, it's really a choice. It's something that you have to consciously do and 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 choose to be aware of people's circumstances regardless of how 
how much you are blessed. Mm. You know, walking into a restaurant and, you know, just sometimes being considerate. And this has happened to us quite a few times. We will walk in and you can tell the waiter is has not had a good day. And just asking them, are you okay? Mm. You know, you don't mm. seem well. You know, how can we bless you today? And suddenly their mood changes, you know, because mm. someone is just considering them. But instead, we walk into the restaurant like, oh, I'm spending my money. Everything must be perfect and da-da-da-da-da. And sometimes you'll even ruin a good date with your, your wife. Yeah. Why? Because yeah. you expect it to be treated a certain way. Mm. And I used to struggle in this area. I needed Jesus to just <laughs> to to humble me and tell me, bro, like you're going to not enjoy good times with your wife mm. because you're out to be given the right treatment. Mm. You know, uh, it's not necessary to always fight, you know, True. and um, yeah, it's a choice. Let's True. choose to be humble. Be humble. Yes. <laughs> be humble. Show what you say. <laughs> yes, that thing that going out and fighting, I think we, we sometimes leave our houses with that mindset that this is what I'm going to do today and... Come, there's this beautiful saying, come hello high water when I don't get what I deserve. Right, and then we go out all guns blazing. And um, my wife, obviously, has got that better down to the T than what I had. She would actually take the phone from her hand and said, let me try to talk to the people. Because I do it now. <laughs> Even though I try to say that I'm this very high and holy type of person, I... Not that I'm entitled, but I feel when I've paid for a service, I need to get the Give service, me my service now. <laughs> right, yeah, give me my service now. Don't tell me the ice cream machine is broken. You've got ice cream on your menu, like that type of thing. And then I sometimes just lose it. And then my wife would be the one said, "Listen, that even in Proverbs it says that uh, a soft-spoken word. I can't remember what it's. I'm trying to think of the English now, but the soft-spoken word obviously cures anger. Yes. Um, and then my wife would." They will tell me, like, um, I'll tell you this story. We bought furniture and there was something wrong. And I will fight with these people. And I said, so it's going to take you six weeks to get it. I'm so sorry. And I'm like, this is totally unacceptable. My wife took the phone, started talking with them. You would not believe it. Within two days, we had what we wanted. Wow. Just because the way that my wife treated this person. Yes. Um, and there's the saying that you, you can catch more flies using honey than vinegar. Mm. Um, and that's literally what we should have. We should, when you talk, your words should be as honey. It should be sweet. It should be soothing. And not only that, honey is also used as medicinal treatment in the biblical times. We should do that. That's what our words should be. Mm. Uh, not the way that we currently are talking to one another. Mostly, unfortunately. Sure. Yeah. Uh, while you get um, our devotion ready, Shal. Um, I just want to, we have a few, few people who've sent us uh, WhatsApp texts. Um, this one literally just says, for Andach, Charles and Danny. Yeah, I think it starts there at the bottom where it says, for good parenting tips, go to focus on the family. Eight great smarts, Monday, the 2nd of August, on Radio Pulpit at 11.30. How to raise a modern day night and how to raise a modern day princess and how to raise a strong willed child so join focus on the family 11 30 this 2nd of 
August right here on Radio Pulpit. Yes, definitely. I love Focus on the Family. Um, and then uh, here's one that says, Hi, good evening. I just want to ask prayer for God to touch Antonio and Kyle, please. Uh, we do pray that God would touch Antonio and Kyle in the name of Jesus yes, uh, and that they would know the Lord. Uh, thank you so much for your texts. We really, really do appreciate them. Stefani, we do see that you've sent us a song. Unfortunately, we cannot play it on air, but we did listen to it off air. Um, and then you what sent a us blessing. a lovely message there that says, Be kind, for everyone you meet is fighting a hard battle. This is exactly... Exactly, exactly the conclusion that Shal just introduced right now to the conversation. So Shal, I'm going to hand over to you so you can send us off with our beautiful devotion for the night. It's literally just one verse, Matthew 15 verse 11. Jesus at the word and he's talking and says, What goes into someone's mouth does not defile them, but what comes out of their mouth, mm. that is what defiles them so if that is what you're saying to the manager to whatever where we usually uh, associate Karen with Karen with uh, I want to talk to the manager that thing can Mm -hmm. I speak to the manager what goes out of your mouth that is what defiles you people will always think you have a good character we sometimes well we mostly tend to do that until you open your mouth even Proverbs says a fool will be seen as wise until he opens his mouth Stay calm, stay calm, and uh, speak peaceful, seasoned with salt, as Paul said to the Colossian church. From myself, Danny, it's been good, given, it's been a great week. Uh, Have an awesome, awesome weekend. And from me, given illustrative, have a blast of a weekend. And from me, Danny, this felt like home, and this is always home. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Feel the pulse of real life on 657 AM.